listening to The Journey Podcast. The Journey is a college and young adult ministry of Southcrest Baptist Church. We hope this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. Amen. Man, thank you all for leading us in worship. What's up, Journey fam? Pumped to be with you guys. You should know that next week, the Cole Rose, Rhodes, not Rhodes, <laughs> will be back with you guys and looking forward to that. Man, I, I love the song we just sang, been a favorite for a long time, but uh, I want to for a second, think about that line, um, when death was arrested and my life began, the idea being, that, so when, when Christ died and then rose again, and I placed my faith in his finished work on the cross, that, that's when my life begins. And it's a very important, like simple, but very important truth of scripture, doctrine really, that it, what doesn't happen what doesn't happen is your life begins, you get saved, and God says, all right, I'm glad I saved you. Now I'll give you the keys to your life. You go figure it out. That's not what he does. He doesn't say, hey, I'm glad that you trusted in me. I've saved you by grace through faith. Now it's a do-it-yourself project. Good luck. I'll see you in heaven. That is not what he does. He, the scripture teaches us that uh, Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 6 says that he's going to begin the good work that he started in us. In Thessalonians, it says that he's going to sanctify us, and we are confident, we are certain that he who is working in us to make us more like Christ is faithful. He will accomplish it. He will finish the work that he begins in us. So it's not, hey, glad I saved you. Now here's the keys. Hey, glad I saved you. Now go figure it out. No, he works in and through us to make us more like him. And with with that in mind, I want to take just a few moments, we're going to be really brief tonight before we sing one more song, really kind of more of a devotional thought than really a full sermon tonight. Um, But with that in mind, I want the idea that God doesn't make a do-it-yourself project for us. I want us to think about the the fruit of the Spirit. We've been going through a series that's been awesome. Zach and Cole have been killing it, walking through the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5. And I want us to, with the right kind of doctrinal mindset framework think about the fruit of the spirit because i think what happens with the fruit of the spirit like so many things you read in scripture we can uh take them the wrong way the more we study them sometimes we can we can kind of take these side roads that we shouldn't be on and so with that in mind go ahead and turn to the the book of galatians with me um guess you know where i was going but galatians and i want to real quick before we think about verses uh five through sixteen uh, or 5, 16 through 24, I want to think about the context of the whole book of Galatians. So hopefully you know, I mean, Galatians, if you struggle with legalism, you struggle with a works-based mindset of I've got to earn love from God, I've got to earn salvation, Galatians is great because Paul is straight up, he's kind of in your face about the fact that you're saved by grace through faith. And he says in chapter two, we know that no person is justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So you can't be made into a right relationship with God by anything but placing your faith and trust in Jesus. And Paul goes to the book of Galatians to say, really, who cut in on you? Who, who distracted you? Who deceived you that you would start so well in trusting God and then go back to this, to this works-based idea of religion, of or a relationship, that if I do good, then God will accept me. If I work really hard, then I'll be in right relationship with God. He said, no, you start with grace and you continue with grace. You start with faith, trusting in what God has done for you and you continue with that. That's how you grow. That's how how you're developed as a Christian. So all through the book of Galatians, he's calling us to trust him, to depend on God, to, to realize that it's what he's done for us that allows us to be in a relationship with him. So with that in mind, 
Let's read verses 16 uh, through 24. He says, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. They're very obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. He's like, just to name a few like, light sins, I guess. I don't know. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Just for clarity's sake, he's not saying if you've ever done one of those things one time, you're not going to heaven. No, but that's the practice of your life. That's the habit of your life. That's the rhythm of your life to, to give in, to engage, to serve those sins. Clearly, you don't know Christ. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I'm gonna read verse 22 and 23 one more time. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. If you're like me, I've often read through that list and I forget the context of what's going on. And I go, all right, I'm a Christian. I'm gonna have love. I'm gonna have joy. I'm gonna have peace. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do these things. But there's four words that are super important, really simple, but we overlook it all the time. It says, those things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, those things are the fruit of really hard work. Wait, what? No. They're the fruit of being really, really theologically smart. No. They're the fruit of what? The Spirit. The Spirit. So, using Galatians terminology, as I walk in the Spirit, as I live my life dependent on the Holy Spirit, He in me produces those things. He produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So, this is really simple, but really good news. Should have brought my table. Sorry, camera guys. <laughs> so, the fruit of the Spirit is not this white-knuckled, I'm going to try really hard, I'm going to... And all of a sudden, like, the fruit of love pops out. Sounds kind of gross. <laughs> I'm going I'm to try really hard to love God, and all of a sudden, now the fruit of patience comes out. No, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the fruit of Brandon trying really hard. That would not go well. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit working in and through me. See, I think when we have this mindset of, I'm going to be patient, I'm going to be joyful, I'm going to do these things, it would be like, I almost did this and I just didn't because I've been going crazy with illustrations lately, but it would be like if I brought a, a, a tree up on the, on the platform and duct tape some fruit to it. Duct tape a banana, duct tape an orange, duct tape uh, a mango, whatever, to the tree. 
It would look good for a little bit, minus the duct tape being awkward. The fruit would look good on the tree for a little bit. But you know as well as I do, in a couple of days, that fruit's gonna begin to spoil and it's gonna be nasty and gross and there won't be any extra fruit on the tree because there was none to begin with. It was just kind of, um, it, was, it was a poser. It was fake. It wasn't really producing fruit. It was just trying to, to have something there that wasn't coming from the inside out. It was really outside trying to be forced. See, when I had this mindset of it's white knuckled, I can do this, I wanna be patient, and I'm depending on myself, I'm working to, to pursue these things, I'm trying to be patient, I'm, I'm gonna be loving and just depending on myself, it's like just duct taping love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control on myself. And the reality is, after long, that fruit begins to stink and you realize it's actually not any good. He says, rather, when it's the fruit of the spirit of his work in my life, it's real, it's lasting, and it's actually like helpful to other people because it's not gross. It's from the inside out. Fruit of the Spirit. I was talking with Cole um, earlier this week and tell him, hey, I just want to like, do a simple kind of remind us that the fruit of the Spirit is the, the, the fruit of God's work in my life and not my work of being awesome. Um, and he would say, man, that's really kind of why he started going through the fruit of the Spirit anyway. So he said, uh, thinking about when COVID started, all the quarantine stuff, and that a lot of people were lacking peace in their life. See, the fruit of the Spirit, they're kind of good. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, they're good diagnostic. There it is. <laughs> so there's almost like a diagnostic test. If I can look and I don't have peace, joy, love in my life, no matter what I may be, be saying is true of my life, the reality is I'm not really walking in the Spirit if I have none of the fruit of the Spirit. Go tracking with me. And he said that's why, what led him to the Fruit of the Spirit series was realizing, man, something's up. If, yeah, I walk with God, I'm walking with the Holy Spirit, but if I have no peace in my life, I'm filled with anxiety, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm a terrible person, but it does mean maybe I'm not really walking with the Spirit like I say I am, because if I'm walking with the Spirit, he's going to produce love, joy, peace, patience, all those things in me. So while it's not a checklist to do the Fruit of the Spirit, I do think it's a good diagnostic checklist of if I can look at my life and I, man, I don't have love, love, I don't have joy, I don't have peace, I'm not being patient, I'm not being kind, I'm not being good towards people, I'm not being faithful, I'm not being gentle, I'm not having self-control, regardless of what am I, I may say about my spiritual life, the reality is what's proving to be true is I'm not walking with the Spirit. So, so what do we do about this? I think it's a simple mindset shift from I'm gonna do these things, I'm gonna put these things on to just a dependence. And really a, a humility of asking God, Lord, I, on my own, I'm pretty messed up. I tend towards enmity and strife and jealousy and fits of anger and impurity, like that's what I tend towards. So God, would you please produce in me the fruit of the Spirit? So it's cool when you start making, or we start praying a prayer like that, you're, putting your spirit, you're putting your heart, your soul, and your mind in a place of dependency on God, and really a place of humility. Well, in verse 25, he says, if we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. So I have two choices. 
I can live by the flesh. Ugh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove to God how awesome I am. And it's going to produce impurity and sensuality and envy and strife. Or I can live by the Spirit. God, I need you. I need you to work in my life. Lord, guide me in this conversation. Lord, help me to trust you. I pray that when, when I speak today, I, I pray that when I interact with people, they would be you they would see. It, it would be your words, not my words. When I choose to live in the Spirit, it's going to produce the fruit of the Spirit as he works in and through me. And the command then is to keep in step with the Spirit. So as the Spirit is walking and leading in my life, the command here is not to, oh, I've got to bear all this fruit. No, the command is keep in step with him. So wherever the Holy Spirit is leading and working in my life, I want to keep in step with him. And I want to, what was it, uh, Cal uh, Zant that works with my wife at Beaton Bow, he says, we don't have a hearing problem, we have an obedience problem. So, so often we're walking with the Holy Spirit and he speaks to us, this is a good opportunity to be loving. This is a good opportunity to be patient. We're like, bump that. I'm about to blow a gasket, right? Blow a gasket. How old am I? <laughs> and instead of obeying, we hear it and just ignore it. The command is keep in step. Keep up. Don't be like when I'm taking my dog Duval on a walk and I'm dragging him or I'm pulling him back or quit sniffing that, quit going over there. No, that is walk with the Holy Spirit. Maybe a good way to remember this is the remedy is relationship. The remedy for not just diving off into sensual, self-centered, lack of self-control living is living in the spirit. The remedy for not going into this legalistic, works-based, really flesh-based mindset, of, I'm gonna do this, I'm, I'm gonna prove to God how awesome I am. The remedy for that is to walk in the spirit. He's not gonna lead you into sin, he's not gonna lead you into some ritualistic works-based religion because the Spirit's gonna lead you to continue to trust in Christ. And as you continue to trust in Christ and set your eyes on Jesus, the Holy Spirit will bear fruit in your life. The remedy is relationship. That's why Jesus said in John, is it John 15, if you abide in him, you will bear fruit. But apart from him, you can't do anything. I can't bear any of the fruit of Galatians 5 by trying hard on my own. I bear fruit by abiding in Christ, spending time with him, keeping in step with the Spirit. The remedy is relationship. So I, I wanna ask you tonight to, to do what I'm gonna do right now as our worship team comes up. I want you to, if you have your Bible or your phone, you have your Bible on, I want you to look at that list of the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm gonna bet <laughs> that there's at least one, maybe all of them, that, that we're struggling with tonight you would say, yeah, man, I'm not seeing much of that fruit in my life. And I want you, first of all, to, to ask the Lord to work in you, to begin to, to bear that fruit, remove bad fruit from your life. But I also want you to consider and ask the Lord to speak into this, how can you improve and invest in your relationship with the Lord so that you can bear fruit? What does it look like to keep in step with him? Man, if you're not ever spending time with him, talking with him, slowing down throughout your day to listen to him, probably not keeping in step, probably having a hard time bearing fruit. So I want you to ask the Lord to show you, spend some time, maybe write it down, how can you work on your relationship? Because the remedy is relationship. That's how we bear fruit. That's how we become more like Christ. I'm gonna pray, and um, before we say, I'm gonna give us just a second to kind of consider that and talk to the Lord about that. And then here in a minute, we're gonna sing uh, Holy Spirit and just ask 
Holy Spirit to make himself evident in our lives that we might bear fruit. So I'm gonna pray for us and I'll give you just about a minute or so to be still and talk with the Lord. If you need more than that, take more than that. Jesus, thank you, um, man, for, for your word and thank you for gospel truth that you didn't send down um, a way for us to work our way up to you to be like you, but you, you are the remedy that you sent yourself. You came yourself. And God, you don't just hand us the keys once we turn to you for salvation and say good luck. You continue to work in us and you continue to bear fruit in us as we just walk with you. We know walking with you is not always easy, but it sure is a delight. I pray that you would show us ways we can work on our relationship, ways that we can, can grow in you and be more like you and spend more time with you so that we can bear fruit. Holy Spirit, just have your way in this right now. Thanks for listening to The Journey Podcast. You can learn more about The Journey by checking us out on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for at the journey LBK.